Hello and welcome to Platonic Life Mates, the podcast about friendship, real life, lady empowerment, and pretty much anything else you guys uh, want us to talk about. My name is Melissa. And I'm Whitney. Welcome back. Welcome. Well, today we are going to talk a little bit about some stuff I'm kind of excited about. I like diving into this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Enneagrams and love languages, touch a little bit on like introvert, extrovert stuff. Um, oh, I love this stuff. I think it's so interesting. Now, would you consider this stuff to be uh, woo-woo stuff? No, I don't think it's woo-woo because I've done this in like I've done this for HR stuff and like jobs. So yeah. I don't consider that woo-woo. Once okay. HR gets involved, it's no oh, woo-woo. The, there's no there's no astrological signs in in HR. Is that what you're saying? I am. Yes. All I'm right. making that declaration right now. <laughs> okay. Um, well, but yeah, I love doing this stuff. I always think it's interesting to kind of delve into like personality things and kind of dig a little deeper into um, each other's personalities and sort of what makes you tick or like if there's some truth behind it or if you kind of believe like, nope, this isn't me at all. This is bullshit. Because even that I think can be really telling because um, it just, if anything, makes you stop and think about how you process information, how you interact with people, how you deal with emotions, all good stuff to understand about yourself and understand how you interact with other people. And that kind of goes hand in hand with a 20-year friendship. So I'm excited to do this today. And I will say, I was definitely surprised by how... Really? Yeah, I was. I had expectations and they were not met. Uh, go figure. And I mean, we'll, yeah. we can, we'll get into all that stuff too. But... um. Yeah, I had some surprises. Before we get into all of that, Whitney, do you have any highs or low for them this past week? Oh, Share man. with me. My week. My week is just a blur. <laughs> um, You're still in those weeks between uh, Christmas and New Year, and you just don't even know what day it is, do you? I know. I It's coming to an end, though. Reality <laughs> is coming back. I'm very sad. Very sad about that. But this week was good. We did a lot of stuff with the kids. Um, I got to read a little bit. Very exciting. I have been wa- binge watched a little bit. Also has been really nice. So I've just taken time. The first week of my break was sort of busy still with holiday stuff. But the second week I've actually been able to kind of chill out. I was sitting on the couch a couple days ago, like reading this book I had wanted to read, uh, finally got around to it and the kids were playing and like Joey was sitting on the couch reading too. Even the cat was on the couch. We all were within like five feet of each other. Um, but it was just nice. And I was just like, Oh, this is what I have been wanting to do. Okay. This is good. Um, so yeah, just really low key week. I kind of, I didn't get on the news or anything. I sort of took a time out from that. Um, So, yeah, it was very chill. I am a little disappointed in you. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Not sharing the highlight of your week, which was, of course, (sighs) getting to see me last Sunday. I'm sorry. I figured that would be your highlight because, I mean, come on. No, you got to see me. That That should be your highlight. It was a highlight. We hosted a small Christmas gathering on Sunday. The I don't even know what day that was. It was Sunday. The whatever of January. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was it after January. Christmas, not before. That's how I'm judging things. I don't or December. It was December. See, I'm having trouble. <laughs> we can tell. 
<laughs> reality. I didn't even know what today was. I think like, it was the twenty. It was Sunday the twenty ninth. Yeah, sounds good. I have no idea. You don't even know what today um, is. Today is um, January the third, which is a Friday. <laughs> yes, I. It took me a while to realize that. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble. Um, but yeah, so we hosted a small little gathering just with my sister and her husband and son and you and my mom. It was very small. I don't like having big gatherings. We'll talk about that later. Uh, (laughs) big things are not my jam. Uh, but yeah, so that was really nice to just have a small little shindig and then, uh, and then people got the hell out. So there you go. Fair. Yeah. How was your week? Well, since, you know, you took my highlight of the week. I, that's why I didn't. Oh, okay. You know what? The high, My actual highlight, and this one actually is going to make you a little bit jealous, so oh. you're welcome. But I just got one of two products that I want to test out, and they're the um, neck sling. So you, like, hook it up to your door, and it takes the tension <gasps> off of your neck and out of your back. That but came? Ordered, oh, my God. I one of them came today, so another one's coming next week. So I decided, I was looking at them. And the prices vary from twenty dollars, fifty dollars, and up. Like there's there's some there's a lot of differences in there. So I got a mid range. I got a fifty dollar one, like a mid range one, and then I got the cheapest one I could find, which was twenty. I didn't go, I didn't go to like the more expensive ones with all kinds of other attachments and stuff. I didn't seem that necessary. But okay. I got the twenty dollar one and I got the fifty dollar one. Um, in all seriousness, I originally got the $50 one to see um, because it was going to get here sooner. But then I got to thinking, I kind of want to see which one I like the best and then send the other one back because it's Amazon Prime. And I can send them back. So I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting to see is the $50 worth it or is the $20 one good enough? But the $50 one came in today and. Have oh you done goodness, it yet? Yes. Yes. Is yeah. it? Okay. So I imagine, I imagine it feels so good just like. Imaginary hands are holding your head. Yeah. For people that don't know, what we're talking about it's this thing that connects to a door, and it's like this this little head sling. Mm-hmm. It sounds so ridiculous. You lay on the floor, and then you put your head in this head sling that's attached to the door, and then it holds your head up off the floor by a couple inches. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have yeah. Enough. And so then you lay there, and then your head is suspended. And so it's like when you get a massage, and they kind of like hold your head, oh. and it's supposed to help like relieve tension, kind of realign your um, your spine and stuff. That is one of my favorite parts of a massage, and I get Mine headaches too. and stuff. Oh, I love it, and and I just feel like I I just want them to hold my head for like an hour, which would be really cruel to ask someone to do that. Your head is weightless. Your head and neck are weightless in the best way possible. Like you think about like laying on the most comfortable pill you ever laid on and it's nothing like that. It's 10 times better because you know, <gasps> even when you're laying what? on a pillow, it's still, you still have like that pressure there. There's no pressure whatsoever. It's oh amazing. God. How long did you use this? Um, well, it recommends no. Are you using it minutes. right now? <laughs> I thought about it. Floor. I was thinking. I was so. I so so. My setup on my desk. I have my computer in front of me, and then I have my microphone is on a boom arm, so I can kind of move it around a little bit. And I was kind of thinking, like, how could I set this boom arm up close to the door, where I could just lay on the floor <laughs> and just talk to Whitney? But in that in that aspect, you would have to be a hundred percent in control of this podcast. I wouldn't have my computer in front of me, and I would just be like, "Yep." Sounds good. Whatever she says, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would be completely at your mercy, and I don't know if I could give up that much control. And we'll get into that later, too. (laughs) 
Yeah. Mm, that sounds familiar. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely uh, my highlight. And compound, what made me start thinking about this was on Monday, um, I got a massage. And I didn't, she, you know, she does the whole neck thing. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, I need this more. Cause I have like a roller. I have this thing that you can hold and like do pressure points on your neck. But I was just like, I want to try the sling. So you may have to send me the link to this so that I can order it. Yeah. Cause well, I mean, I'll wait till next week and I can see if it's, if it's worth the or the 20 is good enough. Okay. And I'll let you know. Um, but that's definitely my highlight between the massage and the next thing. I did some binge watching as well. I binge watched, binge watched the entire second season of You, which I know, I think, Whitney, you just started season one of that, right? I did. I'm almost done with it. Oh, I have yeah. some thoughts. Well, I need you to finish it and then we can have our thoughts together because okay. season two is... I have thoughts. <laughs> okay, I will. I'm. I will probably wrap it up. You know, by the end of this week because I can't stop watching it. I just started it. I don't know. Joey was gone one night, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna try this." And I think I'm in like episode nine, and there's only ten. And I just watched yeah. started it like two days ago. It's oh, I'm, yeah. When season two started, because it starts, it starts a little bit different. I mean, it's still the same characters and everything, but it starts like different, like a different storyline. I was just like, oh. I don't think I'd be as interested in this. And then like partway through the first episode, I was like, I was in it. I think I watched it in like two or three days. I mean, it's not that long again. Yeah. But yeah, I watched it so quick. Um. Oh, one last thing. This is, I don't know if this means I have like a real problem or if I'm proud of myself, but leading up to New Year's Eve, I had not slept in about two days. So on New Year's Eve, which technically would be New Year's Day, early New Year's Day morning, it was at three o'clock morning. I finally took um, part of a sleeping pill and went to sleep and I slept 29 out of the next of the following 36 hours. I was real proud of myself, but I also, I felt hung over for a couple. Like I was, I didn't drink, but I just felt like sleep hung over for a while. So it took me a while to readapt. But I was kind of proud of myself for sleeping 28, 29 hours. <laughs> Well, you needed to, or you were just going to fall over. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went out to dinner on New Year's Eve, and I told, uh, told people I was with, I was like, I can't drive. I haven't slept enough to drive. Someone else is going to have to drive. <laughs> well, I applaud you for at least doing that. So, yeah. Way to be self-aware. I know. So, okay. That's kind of my week. Not too, too exciting, but definitely, I'm, I, again, I'm just really excited about the next link. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I'm <laughs> Very excited you know what? I might FaceTime goes. you tomorrow with me like laying on my next sling. Just FaceTime you <gasps> like, check it out. Look what I'm doing. You jealous? Ugh, I hate you. I will not answer. Yeah, you will. I just want to see what it looks like and if it really looks like the videos. That's all. And then I'll hang up on you. <gasps> Ouch. That's rude. Ooh, that's so cool. I know. Well, um, before we kind of dig into... Um, what we're here for we definitely want to thank everyone who has subscribed who's listening to us um if you are listening to us and you are not subscribed to our podcast please 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 subscribe to it that definitely helps us out um definitely rate and review us um we love the five star ratings that we're getting but um we would really love for when you're giving us those ratings to please give us a um at least just a little bit of a review on there that helps us out just some words um if you leave your uh instagram on there or just any type of any any type of social media on there we'll definitely reach out to you and um 
see if there's a topic you want us to discuss, a book you want us to read, or at the very, very least, uh, please let us send you um, some uh, swag, some Protonic Life Mates swag. So that's, um, we really just want those rates and reviews and those subscriptions, please. Yeah, subscribing actually, and not just for us, obviously, is the best thing you can do for any of the podcasts that you listen to. If you don't subscribe to them, please do that because that's actually how um, podcasts and iTunes are ranked in the charts is by current subscribers. Um, So there you go. All right, let's get in to today's topic, these personality tests. Enneagrams, love languages, extroverts, introverts, all that jazz. I just think it's so fun. I just love it so much. I'm a little, I'm a little type A. Sometimes a B plus, but you're a lot of type A. Okay. Well, first one we're going to talk about is an enneagram, which is something that I didn't really know anything about till like six months ago. It seems like I it's, don't think it's that new. I just think it's something that has become more. Uh, mainstream, I yeah. guess, more popular. I remember a few years ago, we kind of took like uh, we took a, 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 an an office environment. We kind of took like um like an emotional intelligence. It was a book, and you took an emotional intelligence kind of like test, and this was this was built into that too. So was it the diagram of this is very interesting. Yes. Um. So the basics of an enneagram is it's a system of a personality test um, where it breaks up personalities into nine different types. And this is really to um, to show how people sort of um, conceptualize the world and manage their emotions. Uh, now, everybody has kind of a little bit of all nine types in them, but everyone has one kind of dominant personality type. So you take this test and you can just Google it. There's so many out there. Um, and there's a plethora of books as well. Um, but you take this and and you will find your dominant type. And then everyone also has what they call a wing type. Now, some of the tests you'll find have a wing and some don't. Um, I took a couple because I wanted to see if I tested. Yeah. If I took a couple, if it tested the same. No, I, I, just wanted to, I wanted to see if it was consistent. Just again, yeah. like, because there's so many different ones out there and it's like, oh, is this just someone kind of putting their own test together for clicks? What, what's, exactly. what are they doing? So I took three just because I had time on my hands. <laughs> um, and I actually, I tested the same in all three and one of them gave me my my wing so Ooh, you your, your wing. dominant personality type and then your wing so you'll be a number and then your wing is um either number on either side of it so i spoiler alert am a three and then i was a wing two so you could either be like a wing two or a wing four right a number on either side mm-hmm. um and we'll break down what that means in a minute but um yeah, so it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. Why don't we give a basic rundown of what the different types the nine are? are? So, and this will be super brief, I promise. But just so you like have a sense of what the nine things are here. So, uh, uh, number one is the reformer. They are rational, idealistic, principled, purposeful, self-controlled. They are a perfectionist. Uh, two is a helper. They're caring, interpersonal. Um, they're generous. They like to people please, and they are um, possessive. Uh, number three is the achiever, the self-oriented, pragmatic type, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. Four is the individualist. They're sensitive, withdrawn, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, self-absorbed, temperamental. The investigator. They're intense, cerebral, 
perceptive, innovative, innovative, secretive, isolated. Number six is the loyalist. They're committed, security oriented, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Seven is the enthusiast, the busiest, fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile, scattered. Number eight is the challenger. They're powerful, domineering, self-conscious, decisive, willful, and confrontational. And number nine is the peacemaker. They're easygoing, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. There you go. So that is the nine. Uh, now, like I said, I was a three. Now, let me ask you, when you, did you read through like the different types before you took the test? I did not. Now, I had okay. taken this a while ago, though. Um, and I think I, I didn't test as a three then, but I can't remember exactly what I tested. I wasn't totally paying attention. I think I tested as a six then, which okay. was, um, what is the six? The loyalist. Yes. Uh-huh. which is committed and security security oriented mm-hmm. which i can see engaging responsible anxious and suspicious mm-hmm. which i'm like kind of all those things so i kind of assumed i'd probably be that again um but i tested as the achiever and my wing was number two the helper um Aren't you yeah nice and sweet so yeah right <laughs> mine is so the not. achiever <laughs> The Achiever, when I first read it, I was like, hmm. So, like you said, I'm success-oriented, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image-conscious. And so those were just sort of the, like, the general things. And then they send you, like, a more detailed report, obviously. Um, And it talked about your core fears being a failure incompetent inefficient unproductive exposed worthless or unable to appear successful and i was like yeah all those things sound bad i don't (laughs) i don't want to have any of those um but i don't know if i necessarily consider them all my core fears like I, i don't know and then i started thinking about when i was taking these when I was answering these questions and when they would ask me the hypothetical situations uh-huh. and I was really thinking about my answers in a work setting okay um, not in like not in just like every, it's re- I find it really hard to take these quizzes or these yeah these quizzes um to just be like in every situation right because you really can't just be like well, in well, general, I this is what I do. I can and I can kind of relate. So I felt like because we'll get into this more in a little bit, but during we we're kind of going through the love languages, and the love language isn't necessarily like your uh, like intimate relationship. It's just how you relate to other people. But I, it was hard for me to like think about it outside of like Michael and I. It wasn't just like how I react to other people. So I found that kind of hard to think about it. But when they ask you questions like that. I think these, if you were to take these quizzes, it's very hard to answer in a way that would be, um, my work self and my family self would be two very different things, right? Mm -hmm. Like what I may do in a work situation is very different than what I may do in a, something related to my kids. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, I'm like, yeah, I operate very differently at work than I do at home. So I look at this more as this is my personality at work. And in that way, I do agree with this then a lot. Um, I'm very driven at work, very conscientious. I definitely would not want to be inefficient or a failure there. Um, 
so that speaks to me. But then at home, I I think in my personal life, it's very, very different. Um, not that I want to be a failure in my personal life, but I don't view myself in the same way. Um, so what were you? So I was a four. And at four. very first, I was like, wow, that's interesting. Because a four is sensitive, uh, introspective, expressive, dramatic, self-withdrawn temperamental yeah all these things that sound um bad um so i winged to a five i was i was interested to see if you would wing to a four but no so i winged to Sorry. a five yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so i winged to a five which is an investigator so um and that is an intense cerebral type um innovative secretive and isolated so putting those two together it doesn't sound like the best uh best uh two together but once you kind of uh deep dive into them i wasn't quite as upset with some of the things i was reading but um initially i kind of was uh, it just felt like uh like oh like it just seems like you're just like a moody person who's just like dark and distant from everything but it isn't it's not all that way one of the things i read that i kind of liked was talking about like healthy fours so i'm sure i'm sure like there could be a four where you do take it that way, like very dark and secretive and withdrawn. But healthy fours are honest with themselves. Um, they own their feelings um, and they can look at their own motives, contradictions, conflicts without denying or whitewashing them. Well, and I thought that was things. kind of true. Yeah. 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 Um, that they might not necessarily like what they're kind of like self-discovery, but in a rational state, um, they don't hide from them or they don't hide them from others either. And I, I, I can see that kind of being as true to me. And I definitely wasn't looking at this from a work perspective. I was definitely looking at this from like everyday life perspective. Okay. Um, they see them as fundamentally uh, different from others. Um, fours feel like they are unlike any other human beings, which I don't necessarily agree with that. I definitely wow. feel like I can relate to others. Um, and because they feel like there's no other human beings like them, um, that no one can really understand or love them adequately. I do not agree with that. I do not think I'm different or special than any other human being that ever existed at all. So I think that's why I liked the kind of the other part talking about like a healthy four yeah yeah i, I did relate more stuff that. about that as far as like this i i want to read some books because they there was some interesting stuff about how like the healthy numbers will act and then the unhealthy ones mm -hmm. will so how they regress to a different number or how like digress to a different number or how they'll move up and act like a different number if they're being mm -hmm. healthy it was a very interesting um pattern so when you see the diagram of this you're like well, all these numbers have been lines going to other numbers and like what um because these certain numbers um certain personalities are connected to each other and so if they're not acting healthy they revert back to a different number and if they're acting really healthy they kind of behave like a different number it's it's very interesting and, and a little odd mm -hmm. um but yeah when i don't act healthy i act like a oh wait i forgot a nine which is uh, uh the uh i already forgot that's so bad the peacemaker okay so there you go so when i'm unhealthy i act like an eight and that is the uh, domineering, uh, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> I act uh, easygoing, self-effacing, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. So, 
yeah. think people probably like me when I'm unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple things I did like about my my personality. They talked about me being like optimistic and adaptable, and mm-hmm. not. And I'm pretty like cynical. Yeah, I mean, but I'm an optimistic cynic. Like I'm by nature cynical, but I'm pretty like open minded in my mm-hmm. approaches to stuff. Like when stuff comes along, I'm pretty like, well, let's okay, let's see. Um, and I am pretty adaptable. I think in my personal and professional life, like I'm pretty open and adaptable to changes and how things are gonna. Like, if it's changing, it's changing. Yeah. I, you know, I can roll with that. Um, so for me, as a four, at my absolute best, I am um, create profoundly creative, according to this. This isn't me. Um, oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm great at expressing myself, um, inspired, self-renewing, uh, regenerating, able to transform all experiences into something valuable and creative. I am nothing like that. (laughs) So hold on. Let me look at an average. What's an average for? I don't know that's my best, (laughs) an average for, uh, at an average for, I can stay in touch with my feelings. I can internalize everything, taking everything personally, become (laughs) self-absorbent, moody, hypersensitive. That sounds more like me. You're like, these things ring true. I don't really think I'm that shy or self-conscious though. I kind of really don't give a shit what people think. Yeah, I don't think you're self-conscious from you at all. Yeah, I'm just like, eh. And I could, I could see that maybe at some point in my life I was, but I also don't think, I don't think this is necessarily like an IQ test. Like you're always the same personality or throughout your whole life. It's probably situational, honestly. I feel like it, yeah. To me, I feel like it is. I, like, I, I read like, something What's going where... on in your life at the time? Like I'm sure, you know, like a job change is definitely going to really affect what's going on as far as your self-confidence. So it's definitely going to change your answers to things. I would think so. I was reading this and they were like, your personality doesn't change. And I was like, well, I took this like eight months ago, nine months ago, and I tested different. So I think it very much can change. Okay. So I also looked up some um, information about how we can, how, how different numbers will compare to each other. And I was specifically looking at you and I. So this is definitely more of a like intimate relationship, like a, a husband and wife or spouse or, you know, not not it's not meant for just friendships but it's still like some of the stuff i thought were interesting were um like how we correlate so fours can teach threes how to talk about themselves on a deeper level and how to acknowledge and process their feelings but then threes are well suited for helping fours uh gain new skills uh threes can uh, bring a good deal of tact and diplomacy to handling a four's emotions and their emotional reactions um where like a four can sometimes be overly sensitive, a three kind of knows how to handle that. But those are kind of like the positives that they bring out each other. On the flip side, both threes and fours have issues with self-esteem and needing attention and validation from others. So if it's just those two, you know, in a relationship, always trying to seek that validation from each other, I can see where it could kind of. Oh, God help us. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Um, both will suffer from questions about their own identity and have hidden feelings of shame and worthlessness. Oh, we're a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us you so, love us, please. 
tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> so, um, I have a question for okay. you. How many threes does it take to screw in a light bulb? One, because we're the best at it. You are halfway correct. Okay. It is just one, but someone has to be watching. Oh. Witness how good I am at it. Would you like to know how many fours it takes to screw in a light okay. bulb? Um, it takes one to screw in the bulb and one to observe how little light it casts on the dark sea of despair in which we live. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Quite a commentary on life, man. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, so l- when we post this, we are going to share, um, a couple of the different links we use to, uh, look at our Enneagram and what I would like, uh, our listeners to do is to take that, um, take that test as well and figure out what number you are, what your Enneagram is. And I would love for you to, um, do that. I would like you to then take a picture of your desk or your workspace and then post it on Instagram, tag us at platonic life mates and use hashtag enneagram desk because i i don't know i just have this theory and this idea i want to see what people's workspace looks like based on their enneagram i find that fascinating and i just want to see where that correlates and if it does and i just redid mine before i left on the break oh yeah i spent a lot more time than i should have reworking my desk so maybe you should wait a couple days and then take a picture i want to see it's real always not it's pre-prep it is always neat and tidy trust me Yes. So tag us and use hashtag Enneagram desk uh, and with a picture of your desk with a picture of your desk and what your uh, Enneagram type is, please. Thank you. All right. Well, then we did. All right. Moving on to our next one. We did love languages, which when I took this and then I saw my results, I kind of was like, huh, that matches up with my Enneagram. This is sort of funny. Um, oh, I didn't think I didn't compare my, oh, okay. Okay. It was kind of, yeah. I just thought about it. I was like, Oh, this is interesting. So the love languages, this was a book that came out a while ago. Um, a Dr. Chapman wrote a book and I don't know, he made lots of money doing it. So good for him. Um, but love languages are, uh, just the five ways that this doctor has kind of separated the way we either give or receive love. We take that energy in, we give that energy out. Um, the way that we kind of decide of like, oh, this person, you know, is showing affection for us and, and the way that we're going to show that to others. And so there are five love languages um, and they are words of affirmation, which is obviously, you know, nice words. I love you. You know, you're pretty, you're smart, you're nice. Um, quality time. So spending, obviously, quality time doing things with the person. Acts of service, so doing nice things for somebody. Um, receiving gifts, which is exactly what it sounds like, Give, giving gifts or take, getting gifts. And then physical touch, which is exactly what it sounds like. So um, those are how these are separated out. Um, so you can, again, take this online. They're everywhere. Um, the official... Five Love Languages quiz is on the Five Love Languages website, which is the one we took because we're official. We don't do the bootleg versions. We're real. Mm -mm. Um, So it's a really simple quiz. The funny thing is they have it broken up by like couples, singles, um, 
couple things like children blah, blah, blah. and out mm-hmm. of curiosity I was like well how could these be any different and they're not so take whatever they're one not you at want. all <laughs> they're not I was like well I'm gonna take this one I'm gonna make Joey take the couple's one it was exactly the same so were you surprised you by your results I was not actually uh or at least not by my first you're one. so predictable. Really predictable you weren't surprised by your enneagram or your love language and i was surprised by both really of i know myself so the, i like the <laughs> wait 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 I, I feel like i just i feel like i was just attacked you were I'm attacking you well i really started thinking about it because i like the love languages because it lists out all of them and it just gives you a score for each of them so you'll have you know from highest to lowest these are how you're ranked and I didn't know exactly how it would fall out. Um, but my I'm I'll say this, I'll qualify that answer. I'm not surprised at my number one ranking. How about that? Okay. Now the way the rest of them fell out, uh, my first and my second ranking, those didn't surprise me at all. And then the last three, I was like, I don't really know how these are gonna shake out because I don't really okay. know. So my first three were just one number apart and then the bottom just fell out of the last two. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, what were yours? So my highest ranking of nine was acts of service, followed by eight uh, words of affirmation, and then seven physical touch. And I thought that physical touch um, was going to be my number one. Okay. Yeah. Because, well, let's see. So I can, so I see it both ways. So I don't like to be touched. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't like to be hugged. But I loved, I really liked like cuddling and being loved on and massaged and cuddle and touched by my significant other. And so I was surprised that that wasn't my, I like to be touched, like constantly have to be next to, I had to be next to Michael. You know what I mean? And for that not to be my number one, I was surprised by. So. All right. Are you surprised by my list? A little bit, yeah. Why? Uh, I mean, same thing, because I know you're not in general, like, "Mm, don't hug me. Um, But I knew about you and Michael, too, so... And yeah. you telling me of like, well, I took this with Michael in mind. I would have thought that would Yeah, have... I think, I mean, I guess I don't really know how else to take, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but what's interesting is, so I, and I was surprised by acts of service because this was, this was a sore spot with Michael and I at times would be like, you know, maybe he wouldn't be as like vocal about his feelings and verbally sharing his feelings but you know he had no issues like getting the dishes done or running errands or doing the grocery shopping on Sunday because I didn't feel like it and I'm like okay that kind of makes sense now because I thought like I wanted like the words of reassurement but really I just want people to do shit for me yeah and that's what he did <laughs> right I know isn't it? it's so funny to be like yeah. oh okay I think this can be really telling of just like oh mm-hmm. that's how you're it's not just about showing. like if you when you do the test it's not just about like people doing stuff for you but it's like you know doing something for you when you know that they are they're exhausted as well yeah, when you know they're busy so it's like when you know they don't it's like time. recognizing like the hardship that they're putting up for it's not just like oh well you know you just want someone you want someone else to do the dishes for you no it's like you recognize it's important to you you know you recognize them doing the dishes when they are just as exhausted as you mm-hmm. And so it's like having the, you know, I guess the emotional intelligence to recognize that, you know, you're not the only one in the relationship who is just like, it's just, it's just, you know, it's a Tuesday and you don't want to be there either. So I like it though. I really do. Um, 
I didn't do any like comparing or anything how kind of like you and I would relate, but what were what was your top one again? So my top one scoring at eleven, and this is at a thirty, by the way, okay. for everybody listening. Yeah. Um eleven was words of affirmation. And I was not surprised at that at all. And then it's kind of funny to go look at Enneagrams where I'm a number three, and that is very much of like <clears throat> I need to be told I'm doing a good job. And I need to be like, hey, nice job, good work, mm-hmm. you know, recognized for what you're doing. So I was like, oh, that's interesting that my yeah. number one is words of affirmation. And when you're going through the test, I wasn't – I did a better job on this one of not just doing it about like one thing, one aspect of my life. Okay. So I did think of like Joey's in my relationship, but I also tried to think of like you and I, friendship-wise or other friends when I'm out – um, with mm-hmm. them and then also like colleague coworker stuff too just like in general how do I function so I would ask questions um, and yeah so I was not surprised at all that my number one is just like words of affirmation um, whether it was we should we should do it again uh, we should do love languages again with just each other in mind we should and see what happens um, yeah but yeah because if was... mine comes out physical touch I'll be like stay away from yeah, me don't touch me <laughs> Whatever. You gave me like two hugs on Sunday. I don't mind side hugs. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't surprised by that at all because if Joey tells me something like, you look really nice today or something like that, or a friend is just like, I'm so happy to see you. Oh man, I eat that shit up. And then my next so, one, what? Real question first. This, this is me being funny, but also being serious. So you and I, like from the outside, you and I, like if someone who doesn't know us at all would observe our friendship, they would be like, these two people hate each other. Probably. Because every other word, every other topic out of our mouth is like, your bitch face. Right. Your Aww. face is a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how does that, like, how does that reflect into your words of affirmation if I'm just saying like, ah, oh, I don't want to look at your bitch face. Go away. Because I know what that really means is I love you. <laughs> okay. Because I know what you it really means. Yeah. So I know what that means. So that fits into my so words would- of affirmation. So then would you be, so with our relationship and how that is, so if you came to visit me and we were getting ready to go do something, I was like, oh, Whitney, I really like that shirt. I, where did you get it? I really like it. Well, how would you, would you feel like that was disingenuous or would you think I was being real? I think you're being real. Cause you, if you were like, oh, I really like where that, I'd be like, oh shit, she really must like that. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I would take that. So you can just read every, you can read it when I'm being sassy and when I'm not. After 20 years, you don't think I know the difference between sassiness and you being a total fuckface? Really? <laughs> really? See what I mean? So is that fuckface? Do you mean that from a, is that coming from a place of it love is. then? Okay. Yeah. Fuckface is your pet name. Gotcha. So my love language is active service. So I just need you to do everything cool. for the uh, podcast and the blog and everything. And I just show up on a Friday and just talk a little okay, bit. Okay, cool. <laughs> Got it. And then I need words of affirmation too. So I'm going to need you to tell me I'm pretty and I'm smart. Wow. You just showed up and talked And then physical so touch. Well. And then, because all three of mine are just one point away. And then physical touch. So then I'm just going to need you to rub my tummy sometimes too. Okay. I'm pretty sure I've done all of this at some point. <laughs> so this is not really a stretch. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Well, my, okay. Back so words yours. of affirmation was 11. Number two coming in at nine points was quality time. So, That's low on I mine. just want to spend time with you hanging out. 
And then then it drops down to six points. Like it just takes a drop. Is acts of service. And then three. That's my top I one. know, right? <laughs> and then three points was receiving gifts. Uh, I don't care much for gifts. And then number one was physical touch, which I found hysterical. So you don't like physical touch at all. But I see, see, that's where I would think mine would be, but it's you yes, know what yeah, I mean? that's what I, I thought know. yours would be. But the way I took it was like, because all the questions were like about a lot of it was about like public displays of affection and things like that, where I love holding hands and I yeah. I can be a very I'm a very touchy feely person, actually. Like you know that. Mm-hmm. I'm very like, I'll give you a hug, I'll go squeeze your boobs, I'll go do all kinds of stuff. So Mm-hmm. But in the way it was framed, <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, it was. Um, but the way it was framed, I was like, I don't need to be like, like Joey and I don't need to be out at Kroger, and I don't need him to like stick his tongue down my mouth in front of people. You know what I mean? Or like, I right. don't. But like reading uh, the description of physical touch, like it does. I don't feel like it really goes that far because it's talking about uh, uh, t- hugs, pats on the back. Uh, thoughtful touches on the arm, stuff like that. Yeah, I just not, like necessarily like like it's not it's like very like G rated. It's we're not we're not getting to PG thirteen. There's no tongue. Action. I know. I just I don't Listening know. To the, I just you know like I mean? the descriptions of it were like that's not. I don't know. I'm not getting much from that. Like I get more from like you telling me something than just being like I'm gonna like touch your shoulder lightly mm, like okay that's well that's not doing anything like but see no but see right. i like going into like a door going into a store going in anywhere like michael opening the door and then putting his hand on my back as i go through first like i'm just like oh i'm just a little princess i love that <laughs> oh little princess yeah i just a little princess i don't know i just like it well, I'm, I, I i just i'm do. not poo-pooing it it's great it's fine so your lowest one was physical My touch. Lowest one was, it had a one. I got a How one. Did you have kids? I know. That's what I said. I told Joey. I was like, this doesn't count sex. This doesn't count sex. I know. Time. It doesn't. It's not. It's not at all. I mean, if it did, it'd be like, I don't. Did you like lay on the floor and set up a trap? And he just tripped and fell in. Pretty or much. It was understand. just turkey basters. We just used turkey basters. <laughs> Um, so my bottom one was uh receiving gifts that was my second to last yeah like i don't need things i'm an adult lady i'm gonna yeah. buy my own stuff and it's and i guess in this food you like read about it it's not really about things it's about like so getting like receiving a good gift where someone really understands you because that means they really know you and understand how I just, how that works because honestly, like I'm not a big on I'm not big on getting gifts either, but I love to give like gifts and not in the sense of like, oh, I got them a gift card. Oh, or, see, I know, hate giving flashlight. gifts. I like like thinking oh, about the perfect gift. And like the money doesn't matter. It's just like the gift that's gonna make them like laugh or really appreciate see, it. See, and for me, I hate that. That is so I'm much sorry. pressure. Like I, I love it. absolutely hate it. Every once in a while I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, that is so you know, whoever. But for the most mm-hmm. part, me trying to come up with a gift like that for somebody is so anxiety inducing. Just, I love it. Like, like I, I, I didn't spend any money on you on Christmas, and I but I love the gift I gave you. And I was like, this is the perfect gift for her. Oh, and I loved it. And it was great. But for me to come up <laughs> and with I something, love that. to like come up with the idea and then have the time to do it. 
I don't have either of those. And then like, I have such anxiety. Like I have a couple friends. You got me. And I love it. I love both my things. I'll put it on Instagram to show people. It's related to the podcast. It's so cute. And then I have two other friends <laughs> who will occasionally get me gifts, like not on a regular basis, but they will yeah. like on occasion. And they're always really great. Like they always are. And then I feel like an asshole because I can never reciprocate in the same way. But that's your, but honestly, let's go back to your Enneagram. Like my it. Enneagram is to get to that like personal, like feeling artful this way. And you're very matter of fact. And that's just not who you are. Oh, but it makes me feel so awful. You should, but you shouldn't feel bad because it's not who you are. Yes, but they don't know that. And it makes me feel horrible. I'm like, I love you. Well, you should just tell them. You need to stop buying me things, even if you think they're perfect for me. And they are. That's the problem. You have found me great <laughs> gifts and they make me feel lovely. But I have not found you a great gift. I don't nowhere to even look for this this is giving me a small panic attack i'm losing sleep over it um but here's the thing you have to remember too because i mean they're probably like me and they're in oh, they their Instagram. they don't care oh, they don't care I, oh. that you're like that you're not good at it they don't care but i care that's not they, i know but it's not about you <laughs> this gift they got you is <laughs> not about they you don't care. like me and them they're getting the satisfaction out of like like that they love I don't I don't want to get gifts. I don't care about getting gifts. I love coming up with the perfect gift for somebody. Yes, but then the per- receiver has feels like they have to reciprocate and then they feel guilty forever. Like I love I use I love Christmas morning, like Michael and I opening gifts. I'm just like excited, like bouncing on the couch, like watching him wrap a gift. And he's like, Well, open one of yours. And it's like fine, I just open it up real quick. I don't really care. Open the next one, open the next one. <laughs> oh man. Like I love it. I love it. Oh, anxiety, anxiety. That's all I can say about that. This is why we're different people. This is okay. But I mean, let's be honest. I don't, I think if we were the same people, I I mean, I, not even just this, but just in general, just on our interests, like through high school, young adulthood, like we are very different people. And I think that's why we are friends because we've never, you know, even from a basic, you know, standpoint, like we've never like competed for anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like we were never pitted against each other in any way. True. You know what I mean? We've always been very different. And I think that's okay. And I would, lo- and I think that'd be kind of interesting too. We're talking about like people posting their desks and stuff like that, but also like share it with their friends and see if anyone has like a best friend who has the same Enneagram. I doubt, I doubt it. I really do. Cause I think like if I was like for best friends with someone exactly like me, I'd murder them. Yeah. You're pretty intolerable. I mean, I know, fudge <laughs> you bitch face. <laughs> You know, Miss Perfectionist over there, slave driver. Please think I'm perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just interesting. It's fun to deep dive into this and be like, ooh, now I'm thinking a lot about myself. And ooh, I have weird quirks. Ooh. <laughs> Ew. What was, your, what was your second to last one? My second to last one was was gifts. Okay. Yeah. So that's not that low. How many points? Three. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. My second to last one was quality time, but it wasn't really that low. It was five. So I had nine, eight, seven, five, one. Yeah. Mine went eleven, nine, six, three, one. They just kind of bottomed out. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I just I thought this was fun. I made Joey take it, and our first one was ex- was the same words of affirmation. I was like, well, that's nice to know. 
Did he take the Enneagram? He hasn't taken the Enneagram, but I think I'm just going to ask him the questions and then fill it out. And he's not going to know what's happening. He'll just answer the questions for me. And then I'm like, bam! He's not dumb. He's going to know you're onto something. Oh, he'll 100% know he's taking something, but he'll just, he'll be like cooking. <laughs> like, and what? I'll be like, answer me these 30 questions. And then <laughs> dinner will be done and we'll know his Enneagram. Enneagram. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I love this stuff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you done the... Um, like the Myers Brig and stuff like that too. Yes, yes. I can't yes. remember what I am on that now. I can't. Remember. I know I'm an introvert, but I can't remember like the other the other. I remember three. I'm an introvert too, which everyone. So let's talk about that. So and I, let's talk about let's that. Let's talk about. So that. I'm an introvert, but my career is very extroverted. You know, you can't to, you know, to talk to people and like be like really outgoing like you're not an introvert and i think that's why sometimes like the job my jobs could be so exhausting because i always ex- i always like explained it as in like i'm almost playing a character like that's not me and i remember the first time like taking like a recruiting call at home <gasps> and just like on the couch and i hung up the phone and michael's like who the fuck was that like who were you that was not you who the fuck was like, that that was mitzi the recruiter <laughs> yeah he's like i don't i don't know who that person was yeah no i feel exactly <laughs> and the it same. really was i am an introvert no one believes me no one believes me mm-hmm. when i say that i know at all people don't believe yeah and i'm like no i really i'm an i say i'm an extroverted introvert exactly. i can go somewhere i can chat i can do this i can chat my jobs have all been forward facing in the fact of like I've had to talk to people, I've provided services, I am interacting Absolutely. all day with people, um, and I can do that. I can I can get on a stage and make a presentation in front of hundreds of people yeah. and it won't bother as long as I'm prepared, it won't bother yeah. me. I can go do improv but I, afterwards I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can go do these things. But when it's done, I think people forget, like, the introvert, extrovert thing is, like, how do you recharge your battery? How do you reclaim you and your, like, mental clarity? And And mine is sitting at home without my pants on. Well, I mean. In the dark. Each their own. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Mine is to go away from people. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I want to go home. I want to Netflix or I want to read a book. I want to be with no by pants on. myself. Fine, no pants. We're gonna well, no pants. It home is where pants aren't. Okay, that should be that should be cross stitched on a pillow and put it on my front home door. Is where <laughs> pants aren't just like a little wreath. Home is where your pants aren't. Or your bra. Oh yeah, no bra off. <sighs> Minute I get yep. home, goodbye bra. Boobs mm-hmm. out. Preach. Thank you. Tits out. Tits out. What do they say? I'm uh, Miss Marvel. Tits up. Uh, tits up. Oh, I say tits. So I say tits, tits out. out. So, um, tits out. Um, yeah. And so I will have people who and know me really well too, and just be like, "No, you're not. You're not in it." I'm like, "I really am." Like for me to do this for eight, nine hours a day, I'm exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah. And come the end of the week, I am done. And so, and so, I struggle. I don't struggle. People struggle to understand me. That when I say I don't have plans this week or I'm not doing anything, that doesn't mean I'm free. Yeah. No, that's like that that's what I that's what I am doing. I am doing nothing and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I that's what I need to do sometimes. That doesn't mean I'm free to go do XYZ. It's not like it's not that I don't have plans. My plans are to do nothing. Exactly. That and I think that's the difference. You could tell a true extrovert and a true introvert, right? <laughs> 
like mm-hmm. when they're like, oh, so you want to go do this? You're like, no, 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 no. And I've even, I like, can't. I, but not like, and not as like a negative way to any of my friends, but when people, when people say like, hey, are you busy on Friday? I say, why? Oh, yeah. Not, not yes or no, because saying no i'm not busy means oh so you're free to go do this and then you kind of like you it's hard it's, to say yeah, no it's hard to get out of it because then like then you're it's not busy. just like it's not yeah I'm, i know i'm not doing anything but no i'm not free you know what i mean so that's why i say why oh do you want me to check on your dog and walk your dog and feed him dinner that's 20 minutes i can do that no yeah. problem oh you want to go to a concert fuck you. yeah sorry you know what i mean that's too much for me i'll walk your dog while you go to a concert enjoy yourself i want you to have fun i love you Right. Yeah, I just I think that's something because you've known me a long time. I can be very like uh what's the word? Mm, I don't even dickish. Well, that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I can be very um like loud and boisterous and like oh yeah. goofy and you know. All- yeah. And I think people just assume that like if you're like that, then mm-hmm. You're an out, and I can be outgoing, and so they assume like, yeah, if you're outgoing and stuff, then you're clearly an extrovert. You're totally fine. Right. You're down with that. Well, um, and maybe us being the same in this way helps us in our friendship. Oh, I think so because we can just sit on the couch and be quiet for like nine hours. Yeah. Or we, I mean, we could sit on the couch and be loud too. How many times would you be here, like for a weekend, and Michael be like, "I could hear you guys when I pulled up in my truck." And. <laughs> and now please go to kroger and get us some coke thank you bye we love you (laughs) um yeah but it's just like i don't think you understand that like that takes all of my energy Mm -hmm. that and like you said that is almost a performance Uh, yeah i call it like playing a character yeah like it's me i'm not saying it's not me but it is just a facet of me it's like me heightened the more authentic me is sitting on my couch Listening, listening to you instead yeah. of instead of instead of being the one in charge and taking over yeah. being a lot more quiet and that's something too i've come to a realization recently of like because i was always goofy i was always zany i was always silly like and funny especially growing up and i think i did that a lot to be like the peacemaker too yeah right? to diffuse situations um or to just like change the dynamic diffuse uh, an uncomfortable situation and like i'm gonna just get us out of this and yeah and like i've realized that lately and i'm like i'm not i'm not doing that anymore like yeah and i realize as an adult like again i think you think that you see things differently with an adult brain because you have you have a more mature brain so like i know that i am and i will own this till the day i die i'm an extremely sarcastic person no. and i use it and, and humor right i make people laugh with my sarcasm but i know that initially my sarcasm stems from a place of def- defense. oh 100 it's just to deflect and right like don't look no i don't i don't necessarily believe it's like it's that way now because obviously i'm an adult and i don't give a shit what people think but i mean it's that's what it started from is you know is a defense mechanism oh yeah Oh, definitely. I think so. that I like some of it's your personality, it's just who you are for sure. Um, yeah. Like, this sounds so conceited. I think I'm a funny person. <laughs> I think um, I'm 
But I think a lot of it also started too because I was that weird kid or these weird glasses and this vision problem too, right? Mm-hmm. And if that was all I was going to be seen as, well, you better come up with something else or that's all you're going to be. True. Well, and like mine was, I was this freakishly tall person. Is that why we're friends? We're both freaks? Oh, we're like the X-Men. Oh, I wish I had some type of great superpower. Dude, so do I. Super tall. Ugh. Really screwed the pooch on that one. But Can we get a redo? Yeah. Thanks a lot, genetics. You didn't quite morph all the way. But yeah, so the, the whole like outgoing thing is definitely part of me. I'm not saying it's not, but it's not. I'm definitely not an extrovert. I am. Uh-uh. I have to be left alone. I just, I have to be at the end of the work day. Like when I, like I said a couple episodes ago, my favorite thing of my day, I mean, I love my kids and I love, but, but the, the best part is like, I get that half an hour between work and coming home when I'm on the bus. Uh Right. And there's that little bit of decompression, that little bit of, even though I'm on a bus and there are people around, Uh I am still very much by myself. Yeah. I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to be bothered by anybody. And I can just like listen to something for half an hour or sit in silence or, you know, do a meditation app or listen to a podcast or whatever where I can mm-hmm. start to decompress from my day a little bit and recharge a little bit before I step into my house where it's usually literally the instant I walk into my house, I hear, ah, and I'm like, <laughs> Mommy! Yeah, and then some small or slightly larger human is running at me going, Mom! So. See, my, like, at uh, the point, my de- de- decompression when Michael was uh, alive was we could, like, be sitting in the living room on the couch and there'd be, like, you know, a baseball or a hockey game or tennis, something on, but muted with closed captioning on. And I would be reading and Michael might be, like, on his computer, you know, answering some emails or just, like, surfing the web, Amazon or whatever. But we're still spending time together, but it's silent and we're both just, like, yeah decompressing from the day. Yeah. But we're still together. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, we're in the same room. We're acknowledging it, but we're taking our own, our own beat. Mental. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. And it was okay because you're still spending time together. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, I'm watching my shows in the bedroom and he's watching his show. No, like we didn't really have no, that. You know what I mean? It was just space. like, eh. Yeah. No, I totally get it. So. I don't know. It's interesting. I think we should do, I think just for our own funsies, we should redo love language with just each other in okay. mind. We can do that. Physical touch number one. You know I love squeezing your boobies. Don't touch me. Love it. I will. Mm -mm. Mm. But I will say, like going back to introvert, like you can come visit. I can go visit you, obviously. But usually, like when it's overnight, you're usually coming here. Uh huh. Um, We have, and I guess I always like, and it makes sense because I'm always like, I don't know what we can do. Like, there's like, you know, I don't know we can do this or this. And you're like, I'm fine just hanging out, whatever you want to do. Like, literally, we can entertain ourselves just sitting on the couch talking. Exactly. Or finding something weird on Netflix for like nine hours and just being like, oh, well, we binge that weird show from Scandinavia. That was fun. (laughs) Like, that's fine. Yeah. We're both just like, no, it's fine. Well, we do have to go to like one like weird eatery because you're my you're my adventure eater not many people will adventure eat with me but we'll go eat something go walk around half price books then go back to your house and then spend the (gasps) rest of the time in pajamas favorite oh my god that's perfect half price books like pho or indian or something else a little weird hot pot and then 
Yeah. And then pajamas and no brows. And it's the best. That's a perfect day. It is. You're my platonic life mate. Oh, <laughs> I'm a dream day. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, How dare well. you. Well, you know what you haven't done? Uh, sang a show tune? No, you haven't talked to Amanda. Oh, shit. Amanda, I'm so sorry. 30 seconds with Amanda. Amanda, girl, I can't believe she said that to you. I hope you didn't punch her in the face because I would have. <gasps> you did? I'll come bail you out. And that was 30 seconds with Amanda. I thought I'd make a song. She was giving me shit earlier about I me mean, not liking Baby Yoda memes. See? And then she was on my shit about Fleabag, <gasps> too. See? Mm-hmm. You guys are not the secret besties you think you are. And I will clear that up for you when we get her on this That's podcast. That's fine. I, I didn't... will clear it up for you. I didn't say anything. You will be mortal enemies before mortal I'm done with you. <laughs> I think someone's getting a little jealous. What number in the Enneagram is, is jealous? What number was that? Suck my toe. Enneagram. No jealous. I think there's, there's one no that's jealous. possessive. Where's that one? That's rude. Possessive. Possessive. There it is. No. The helper. <laughs> that's not me. That's you. That's my wing. <laughs> that's your wing. I'm possessive. I guess I'm going to have to just cut you, Amanda. Bring it on. So did yours, did it describe, so like what your wing, like, so like I was, I'm an individualist with um, an investigator wing. So it means I am a bohemian. Did it tell you like what, what it makes you? Uh, like if I would have been a four with a three wing, I would have been an aristocrat, which sounds much better, but I'll be the bohemian instead. Oh, I don't, uh, I don't think I got a fancy name. I'll have to follow up. Uh, oh, hold on. I might be able to look. Let me see if I can look. So you're an achiever with, with a, a helper, helper wing. wing. So I think think so that makes you oh a charmer oh i sound skeezy i sound like a if you had a four wing you'd be the professional professional what whitney you know lady of the night as long as i'm a professional oh your shape on the little circle diagram is completely different than mine i'm sorry you have like yours is stress and growth um and mine is growth and stress, but the complete other direction. Oh, we are opposite. like the opposite side of the circle, <laughs> like complete opposite side. Get away from my side of the circle. <sighs> you have to send me that because somehow I missed that one. I'll send it to yeah, you. I need to yeah. see what the charmer, which makes me sound real skeezy, real skeezy, but that's fine. I can, I can live with it. There's some skeezy. This is the Enneagram me. Institute is where I was pulling oh, this from. Oh, I was from, there I will too. Send it to that. Okay. Well, Institute. Mm. Inst- institute. Institute. Anything that ends in toot. Oh <laughs> so, do you have a tiny joy of the week, Miss Whitney? I do. I have two. Uh, I pick one. No, Just kidding. You can't tell me. You can't tell me what to do. Um, okay. I do what I want. My first tiny joy, I finished a book over the break. Um, I like devoured it. It was Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, which was really good. I highly recommend. It was about the investigation he did on the Harvey Weinstein thing. It touched on Matt Lauer. It was a fascinating read. It was really, really good. I blew through it. So anybody who's interested just in that, in the process of um, reporting on that and what all went on with it, which was a lot. I had no idea. Um, 
I highly recommend it. He reads the audiobook and he's a really good narrator. He does some voices and you're like, what? But he does a good job. So, um, yeah, if you can do the audiobook, I'd say do that one because it's entertaining. He does Russian voices, they're very interesting. And then my second one is Yoga with Adrienne. Every January, she does a 30 day, like new year kind of refresher for everybody. And so that started and I'm a day behind, but that's fine. So I'm a day behind. Um, and this year it's just called home and they're always just really nice, um, for every skill level. And I just really like her and she can be found on YouTube and they're all free and you can sign up and she'll send you the calendar of the whole month. And, uh, yeah. So I'm just digging that, trying to get back in the swing of things of the yoga. So those are my tiny joys. Nice. So I have, I have two as well. The first one is no pick one. So there's a that's. Don't, I see don't it here on your you notes, and me. I actually really like this one too. Um. Well, my first. I have a first one before I get to my notes. So my first one is. Um. So I really like this moisturizer brand. It's called um, Grown Alchemist. I love it, but it's. Uh, how I found it was through FabFitFun, and I've purchased it a couple other times, but I really like it. But it's it's, it's stupid expensive. Um, like for like a tinfoil tube, it's like $50, right? But FabFitFun just had ended on the 1st. Um, they just had their winter uh, clearance sale, and I found it in their clearance stuff for $7. What? So I ordered two. I was really excited. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an overnight moisturizer. So it's a little bit thicker. I love Ooh, it. Yeah. But then my second one is I've been listening to podcast called um, Bad on Paper a lot uh, recently. I love that one. Uh-huh. And then they had a guest on there. Her name is Kate Kennedy. And she has a brand and she also has her own podcast and the brand and her podcast are the same thing. Um, but it's called Be There in Five. And I've been listening to her podcast a lot now past like three or four days. And I think she might be uh, my new favorite lady friend. I like her. So I know. Did you love her podcast? Her podcasts are really long. Have you listened to yeah. the Mormon Mommy Blogger series? So, yes, I have. I've started listening like to it. And I found that things. fascinating. It's so interesting. And I even, like, I think I put, like, in our Google Docs about, like, maybe we need to, like, think, like, go over this. Like, review it it's a little bit. Because I was just bamboozled by them. And so, like, I think I've talked, I think, I don't know if it was last week, week before, somehow I ended up down, like, a a, a a Mormon black hole. I'm watching this series on uh, on Netflix. I forget Your where I'm watching series black about. hole. Yeah, about people escaping polygamy. And that's just, and I didn't know, really know anything about Mormonism before then. So I, I thought, I really thought Mormon was just another denomination, like, like, you know, Presbyterian and all these other, you know, churches and, you know, they're not at all. Um, but so I just found it fascinating. And I'm also, I've now, I've ran out of things to watch about Mormons <laughs> on Netflix and YouTube. And last night, actually, somehow, like, YouTube recommends, and now I've been going down this dark hole of, um, uh jehovah's witness and like people being oh it's just anyway i didn't mean to get on that topic but yeah anyway definitely check out if you don't know about on paper first of all who are you you need to go check oh, out that on paper but second of all you really need to check out kate kennedy's be there in five uh i think i might like it better than bad on paper I they're just, just very really different like but her. i yeah she's really fun to listen i to. really like her i do I and do, she I does do. a podcast all by herself which i'm always blown away by i don't know how she does that um 
and her and they're because she's she's investigating things she's really like telling a story and her podcasts are long. long so i mean for her podcast to be two hours she's probably at least recording at least recording two and a half three hours well you know she does a um she's on bed on paper like they did an episode and then she did episode yes of that's how i found her and she talks about she doesn't edit much she edits out she's like i maybe edit out 15 20 minutes maybe for the most part she just keeps it um so she doesn't edit a lot which i also found interesting and i was a bad on paper too they they edit a lot like they if they mispronounce a word or uh kind of stumble through something they edit it and redo it Uh, you and i we just like nope just keep going (laughs) just fix the word and keep going we don't edit it out though time for that no i don't edit out lip smacks and i don't edit out like i don't have time for this shit or like, you know, mispronouncing a word and then recorrecting no. yourself or something like that. Like, no. like last week I was listening to ours and I was like, I'm saying Alex Trebek weird. And I was like, nope, don't care. Like, it sounds <laughs> like I'm saying Alec Trebek. I don't care. I know his name is Alex. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And, you know, maybe that would solicit some comments to be like, these bitches don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And at least we'd get some more there comments on our podcast. I do know Alex Trebek's <laughs> name. I just sound weird. It's mm-hmm. fine. Sure, Just sure. Put it out there. But yeah, I like the Be There in Five as well. It's very good. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Anything else, Whitney? No. That's it. All right. Well, guys, Tell- you can find us everywhere. But for real, you can find us where? Uh, at platoniclifemates.com, which we are going to be posting some more blog stuff there too in this yes, new year that's our plan trying to at least both of us we're tr- at a minimum we're both trying to post at least one blog post a week well well and maybe more but be on the lookout for yeah. those because they're super interesting we're full of so many wise words so yes i know i just yeah go ahead. and we'll when we do post we'll let you know on instagram and facebook and mm-hmm. i don't know all the places oh on instagram where can you find us good question you could find us at platonic life mates on instagram you can find us on facebook i always miss read our facebook group it is (laughs) what the fuck is it so it's kind of long it is really long it is um platonic life mates adult lady friends coven or is it friendships coven god damn it every time one day i'll get this right one day adult lady friends coven there we go and then you can also find us on facebook we just have a page that's platonic life mates and spoiler alert there's a link to our group from there so just go to that um it'll be linked in the notes as well and uh yes those are all the places you can find us right now if you think we should be somewhere else let us know although i ain't doing shit on tiktok because i don't have time for that um or we could do a tiktok when we get together yes oh Yes, you we know, will. So- and I'm starting to I'm trying to work on some a little bit of the the tweet. She's going to twat. And then you can email us at platoniclifemate at gmail.com. and you can also contact us through our website, which was platoniclifemates.com. So there you go. Wow, that was super unprofessional. And one day I'll have my shit together, but it wasn't today. And it won't be and the next it time won't either. Be. Woo! 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yep. This, I mean, we didn't set the we didn't set the uh, resolution, so it's too late now. So we'll do it next yep, year. That works for me. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs>